0: 1959, when I went to Rome, it came into my heart after I had left St. John Lateran that I should go visit Padre Pio. At that time, he had been banned from Rome. He was under suspicion of his bishop who thought he was inducing the wounds and that he was a fraud. He had been silenced. He had been banished to the furthest monastery they had, San Giovanni Rotundo. And they thought it was just gonna he was gonna be too far for us to get to. It was so simple. We took a rapido to Naples, a bus to San Giovanni Rotundo, and I had the name of Mary Pyle. And I didn't understand at all the dialect in Naples. I could get along because of Latin in Rome with Italian. But in Naples and the southern Italy I, I didn't understand the Italian. So when I got off the bus I said Maria Pila. Oh yeah, Padre, you know, and there was her cottage. They told us where she was. And so she had a guest house for American priests. And the two of us settled down to a nice little dinner there. Uh, they had some cheese and wine and some bread. And Padre Pio's nephew was there and Mary Pyle and this other priest and myself, and I turn around and there's Padre Pio. Well, the first thing he says to me is, are you a curiosity seeker? I was kind of taken back. I said, no, I I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Eucharist. I guess I, I don't understand why you have to have those wounds. I said, I, I don't know. I don't know what they do. I said, I believe when I have mass, I celebrate the suffering and death and resurrection of Jesus. It's mm-hmm. the ordinary way to do it. Well, we talked and had the most wonderful conversation. So I said to Mary Pyle, I said, does he do this often? She said, no. He bilocated. He came here to see you. I thought, wow, who wow. am I? How did he know whatever? So this other priest said to me, this is really strange. So we then didn't sleep very long because his mass was at three in the morning. So we get up, We it was very chilly, even though it was May. Mm-hmm. So we got up, went to the monastery where he's gonna have mass. Standing there, hundreds of people, jamming outside the church finally opened the church and they told us that we as priests should go right in to the sacristy because the uh the, it wasn't con mass then and if you wanted to have mass you had to sign up for an altar mm-hmm. so i went into the sacristy to put my name down so i can have an altar when it got free As I was in the sacristy, Padre Pio come right out. Like the door, and it was right there just a few feet away from me. Mm -hmm. He comes through the door, and now there's like I think a a hundred people in the sacristy jammed in. Well, when he came in, everybody kneels down, including myself, kneeling down. And I, I just had my eyes down, kneeling, and I looked up, and he was right over me. And he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. But his face was very angry. You know, I, I was just looking at him, and they say he reads souls. So I didn't know what he was seeing in me. It was really kind of waiting. And then my friend said, you know, everybody there was watching him watch you. And he said, and you know what you were doing? You were watching him because we were just eyeball to eyeball. Pretty soon, he went over to his preview, was making his preparation for Mass, praying, and then came back over to me again with a big smile on his face. He took off the glove, which I didn't realize the significance of it, and I looked up and his hand, which had this huge, it's like a It was like a half dollar, um, it was just a like wax thing over his wound, but you could actually see light through it. There was like that hole in his hand, and he blessed me, and I felt so blessed, which was when I found out later a sign that he wanted me to be his spiritual son, and he did later tell me that he would assist me every time I asked my angel to go to him. That would, that came later. Well, wow! What a what a beautiful gift. Uh, and I at his mass, the blood was coming down. It was three hours, the the mass. And other people have been there. So many at his Eucharistic celebrations, but. The convincing that I had, you know, his ecstasies during Mass, people daubing up the blood that fell from his sandals that was on the altar, and the suffering that he endured every Mass that he offered. So um, that was my encounter, then his assurance that he would be my spiritual director. And he died in 1968, Mm. but that's a little aside on Padre Pio.